Sister Fortune, welcome to In the Pews. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming down here to St. Faustina. Um, I know it's a, it's a bit of a trek to come down here, so thank you for, for taking the time to come in. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Now, you're with St. Bart's, and how long have you been there at St. Bart's? I have been in St. Bart's since 2018, so it's like six five, years, five years five, and years uh, nine months. Okay. That's nice. That, that's awesome. So what is, what is your role there at St. Bart? I have um, a lot to do as a bat, as a as a as a religious sister, uh, you know. But I have this um, like uh, being a director of social concerns, and then liaison to acts uh, retreat mm-hmm. and um, some ministries, like all the ministries under social social activities. Uh, I'm like liaison to them. Okay. As a staff member, yes. Now, you did not grow up here in Texas. Oh, no. Where did you grow up? Growing up was in Nigeria. I was born and brought up in Nigeria, yes. Were you Catholic from birth? Yes, yes. I happened to, um, I'm opportune to be a credo Catholic. My mom and my father were Catholics and uh uh, they gave me that privilege becoming a Catholic as a child. Were they cradle Catholics as well? My mom was, but my my father was a convert. Mm. Yeah. Did he convert before you were born? Yes, of course. Yeah, they they had their wedding in 1945. So they before before they start having any of us. Yes. Okay. How many siblings do you have? I used to have uh, uh, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now um, death has claimed two. My senior sister, my senior brother, has come before us, and mm-hmm. uh, I have two sisters and a brother now. So you're? Are you the middle child of the five, or <laughs> I am the second to the last. Did any of them enter any religious life? Unfortunately, no. Just I'm you. The, yeah, I'm the only one. Growing up, did you think that you were going to become a religious sister? Actually, yes, because it's uh, it's like I'm taking my mother's role. Uh, yeah, she was. Uh, she wanted to be a nun, but the circumstances prevented her. Uh, and she, according to her, she made a little vow which manifested in me. I will expand on that later. Yeah. Also, she she said that she wanted to have a child that was. Yeah, she said that she she wanted to be a sister, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, her mother died while she was just five years. Oh, and her father died after two years so she became an orphan at the age of seven. Oh wow yeah and um automatically that stopped her from furthering her education she didn't even finish her primary school talk oh, of. Wow. so she said that within that uh contents she her aunt who's supposed to take care of her her father was really well to do made a provision for her to go to school but her aunt prevented her with the idea that uh, she wouldn't like to train a woman who would get married. That was their culture anyway. So, uh-huh. and my mom uh, understood it. 
she wanted to make her fault to go to school, but unfortunately, on couple occasions, she has only a brother, a younger to her. Uh-huh. So when she comes back from school, uh, the auntie will not cook for her, and then her younger brother will be crying. Then she will go to the barn because her father had a lot of farm uh, farmland that uh-huh. he had yams already. So she will get yam and prepare for for her brother to eat and herself. And then when she did it a couple of times, the woman realized that uh, it's not even hitting her bad. <laughs> so she now locked the whole barn and locked everything. Wow. So when she came back one occasion like that and wanted to do her normal cooking, uh-huh. She couldn't get a, 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 in anything, no access to the kitchen, no access to the wow. food. Then she made up her mind that she's not going to that school anymore. So she stopped abruptly. And then when the woman came back, she now told her aunt, you know what? I'm no longer going to that school so that I will not, my brother and myself will not die of hunger. Wow. And then the, the lady said, okay, now you come. And then she started taking her to to farm and to market and they became friends and then they were able to grow up. Wow. But so even the brother. So yeah, did, the, yeah. did the brother end up going to school or did she no, stopped? No, as well? no, wow. no, no, no. So both, both of her them. and her brother, the aunt stopped them from yeah, going the, to school. Yes, yes. Just by withholding food. Yes. Wow. Yes. And you know, that time my mom didn't know what to do. So she she complied to uh-huh. that little rules and regulation in, in order to survive, yes. Wow. Yeah. So that's the reason why she couldn't. Yeah, that's what the reason why she couldn't go to school. And then since she didn't go to school, she couldn't be a, a sister either. Yeah. yeah. But then she she told me that before she, within that uh, situation, the aunt also didn't pay for her um, church dues in, in, in the country then. They have what they call AMC. is like annual fund for each baptized uh, Catholic. Oh, so it, that was a requirement in the yeah, country? Yes, oh, yes. Wow. You have to pay it at least to go to confession once in a year during, during Easter, you know. So if you don't pay that, you won't, you won't go to... Uh, you weren't allowed to go to confession. Really? Wow. And and then my mom was so so inclined with her faith. Mm-hmm. She could endure not going to school, but she can't endure not going to uh sacraments. Uh-huh. So she now one of the occasions she went to confession, she met a, a catechist. The, the instructors, you know, because her dad was uh, was educated. Her dad was interpreter then. You know, the Irish people that, that evangelized uh, us. Uh-huh. So the father has already been educated by then. So she he was like a, a, a translator, you know. Mm. So she now met one of her father's friends and uh, introduced herself to him. And the, the guy was like, oh, my God, this is, uh, yeah, how are you faring, this and that? And then she goes, yeah, I don't go to school anymore. anymore. My aunt stopped me. But that's okay. The one that is bothering me is that I can't even receive Holy Communion now mm, because yeah. I can't. And the, 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 the man felt too bad yeah. and collected her card. 
and disappeared, went to the priest and came back and gave her the card and took her to go to confession. And she said that she was so happy after going to confession. And the, the guy told her that wherever they announce confession within the locality, go with this card, give it to any of the catechists, uh-huh. then you will go to confession. So she was using that card and she was she felt like being on top is, of is, like a, is that like a credit card or just a <laughs> it's like a, it's like um um like registration, registration card in card, the church okay. yes wow do but, they still have that practice going on that you you're required to uh, yes I, oh, wow. I, I i i grew up with it uh-huh. yeah so but the 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 thing is my mom used that card that she became so happy about it and mm-hmm. she forgot about every other uh, maltreatment that she received from her auntie because of that card. Uh-huh. So it was when I was in secondary school that she brought her card and gave it to me and said, please read out for me what is written in this card. Uh-huh. So I looked at the card. It was written, I quote, nobody should ask this girl for uh, uh, AMC, uh-huh. Until she got married and wed in the church. Mm. Full stop. So I told her, she was, yeah, this card was like magic for me. Then she narrated <laughs> all the, what happened to her about that card. Uh-huh. And that card, I still have the copy of it. It was signed by Father Dumboff, you know. So, and so you I, still and have I, it? I have the card with wow. me, yes. Because that's fantastic. Yeah. Then when she now got married Uh and wedded, she now made up her mind that she will be paying her AMC the first office of the, when the priests, you know, during Christmas time, the office is closed. Uh Then they will reopen in January. Yes. So the first office, my mom will go and pay her AMC and my father's AMC. And then when she start having children, she also, when they get uh, first communion, she will also pay their own. So when you get married in my family, uh, she will give you your card and say that she has finished uh, her obligation. So what remains now is your own. If you don't continue, if anything happened to you, uh-huh. then it's, you are responsible. Yeah, not your her. responsibility. Yeah. 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 So, but what she did is she said that she made a little vow that if God allow her to grow, succeed, and marry, and get children, and get girls, she would dedicate one to God. Did she know that you were going to be the one? She didn't know because she had, as I said, she had four girls. I uh-huh. was the last of the four girls. So she, my, our eldest sister got married young. The second one got married young. It remains my immediate sister and myself. Mm-hmm. So, but when I received my first Holy Communion uh, at the age of uh, seven, I came back during that uh, reception of Holy Communion. I saw a a lady that dressed in white and blue blue on her on her head. I didn't know what it was, but they were calling her sister, sister, sister. But immediately I saw her uh, in the hall. I was like, I fall in love with her, and I told myself there and there that I will be like this person. 
So I came back that day. I went straight to my mom. I said, Mom, there is this lady that they were calling sister, sister, sister in the church. Mom, I love her. I love the way she is. I will be like her. Uh-huh. If I don't be like her, I will die. And she left me. So I was like, oh, my God, I hope I have not offended my mom. Uh-huh. Because because of all her stories, I made up my mind that I will never offend her purposely. Yes. So when she disappeared, I was so scared. But within me, I said, oh, my God, this will be the first time I will, dis- I will offend my mom if uh-huh. she doesn't want me to go to do what I want on this. Uh-huh. So when she reappeared and she said, I asked her, Mom, did I offend you? I looked at her. Her countenance did not uh, reflect being offensive. Mm-hmm. So I was happy. And she said, no, no, no. I said, oh, I told myself, oh, thank God, at least. Yeah, because <laughs> she just left the room, right? Yes, yeah. she, I was scared. And uh, that could have been a temptation to me because actually I know I wouldn't go against that my will that, yes. that moment. Because well, you were an obedient daughter. You didn't want to Yes, I didn't want to offend her. So what did she anything. say? She said, no, 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 no. So I was happy. So that's ended that conversation. I didn't even want to revisit it so that I don't want to get <laughs> anything negative from her side. Did she say later on what she did? Did she cry? Did she pray? What did she do? She, she did. It was when I became a sister, when I became a prophet sister in 1987. Uh-huh. That after that, we went to the community. I didn't go home. We were trans- we were posted, and I followed the sisters to my first community. Uh-huh. So we were watching the, the video of the profession, and then they interviewed my mom. So in that interview, she mentioned that I came back when I received first Holy Communion and told her that I would be a sister. Uh-huh. And she left and went inside to the kitchen and knelt down and prayed and thanked God for answering her prayer. Wow. And that she continued to pray that the devil will not remove that seed in me until it manifests. And that today she is the happiest person in the world. That's fantastic. So, yes. So the sisters turned to me and said, hey, Sister Fortune, is it what happened? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell your mom that you want to become, how old were you at this point? You said seven? Seven years. Seven years yes, old. Yes. Um, what steps did you take? Did you? Yes, I I continued to, to grow in the house and mm-hmm. the, my senior brother started picking on me. If in the when they they shared the house call for us, he will not do his own. He will say, um, he call me, go and do it, and I will I will do it. So one day, I got uh, tired. I said, no, you have to do your your job, and and he goes, you say you will be a sister. Is it how the sisters do? You better do it. I was, I was getting frustrated. So the household chores? <laughs> yes. So they're making you do more because he, you're going to He was be... <laughs> making me do more. So I rebelled one day and said, yeah, even if I want to be a sister, am I going to die before I be a sister? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually I overcome that. I started, uh, you know, he started doing his own. So, but when I was in primary six, Mm -hmm. Uh, elementary six to enter, we call it secondary school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
I have to take a common entrance. It's an exam you have to take in order to enter that stage. Okay. So there is also an entrance for those who want to go to convent school, mm. like you have sem seminary school. Yes. So I didn't hear about it. I heard it suddenly and I I went. I was living with my senior sister in another town, uh -huh. a distance, and you you don't we don't have car to travel with so I have to trek from her house to the to the to my own town for that entrance exam. It was on a Saturday. So by the time I got to that place, they have started. I didn't know by why when they started. But I remember them collecting my entrance fee uh -huh. and uh, uh, they gave me papers and I started writing. To my greatest surprise, they stopped me when they stopped everybody. Oh, wow. I, Even though you were late. I was late. I was like, uh -huh. I don't know if I, I wrote up to 30 minutes and they stopped. Oh, wow. And they collected. When when the result came to, of course, I felt. Yes. So, but within me, I thought that that's the end since I didn't pass. In, uh -huh. And within my small year, I have never fallen any exam. So I, 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 of course, I took the common entrance for the state school, so which I, I had a good mark. So I went to secondary school comfortably. Oh, so you know. went to the state school and not yes, the convent not school? not the convent, because I felt, and within me, I thought, okay, that's the end of the sister, you know? What did your mom say? No, she she didn't say anything. All these things, she uh -huh. she's she doesn't appear in it. Whatever I say is okay. So I went to state school, but the only thing is that state school, the Catholic still has influence on the school. Then. Oh, they still have. Yeah, the priest comes once in a week to say mass for the Catholics. Okay, and then we have uh, so, uh, some societies like uh, I remember Sacred Heart Society and Saint Anthony. And I, I was enrolled, I, I, I joined them. Because my mom started, you know, she put us in faith from childhood. So I I, I was very active as a, as a, a student mm -hmm. uh, in those two societies. And the ones my mom introduced me, like a, a confraternity, the most holy rosary and region of Mary. Uh -huh. So I was active in those. I was really active, but... Uh, I didn't think about becoming a sister again. I was just being a normal girl, being uh, Catholic and uh -huh. uh, doing my own, what I should do. At least, you know, you were somehow able to, to you know, nurture your faith, even though you weren't in that convent school, you were in the state school. That's good. Exactly. At least. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but when I got to uh, a final year in that secondary school, mm -hmm. we had a retreat and one seminarian conducted the retreat. And one of the topics he, he discussed was vocation, you know. So when he was talking about vocation, he was mentioning that. Uh, he mentioned a lot of things, but one that caught my attention was that some people will have vocation, but they miss it. Uh, one word or the other, either negligent or this. So, I mean, my heart was burning, you know. I can relate this to uh, Jeremiah saying that he doesn't want to preach again, but the, his heart will be burning. So uh -huh. my heart was really burning. I was like, he's talking to me, he's talking to me, oh. this is for me. So after that, uh, uh, top, after that uh, uh, section, 
I was like, we have some personal consultations if you want. Mm, yes. So I have never done that before. So by that day I went, I told him, look, this is my story, you know. Yes. I narrated what happened with me wanting to go to convent school and then not passing the exam. I'm because you were late. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't even, you know, give it that I was late. I just concluded that maybe God didn't want me. Mm -hmm. So it was that seminarian that prompted me to know that you were late. You you can't be. You are not. You can't be magic. You cannot do magic. You know. Uh -huh. You were late, so you don't use it to to rule out that he will advise me to think about it again. Uh -huh. And by then, the sisters were living in my town. We have a convent then, but because of what happened already, I do not care to enter that place. I don't. I see them on the in the church. I greet them. That's all. So, so you never told them that you wanted to no, 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 no. enter I, the convent before? No. no, wow. I just zeroed my mind that God didn't want me. That was my conclusion. So that so door was closed for you. It was closed as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Uh -huh. So it was this seminarian that opened it up again and said, no, you, you can try again. It's, it's, you don't use that to, to rule out whether you have vocation or not. You Don't make it an excuse. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay. I now went to the sisters, one of the occasions, and uh, they were like, okay, we have, one of them said, I have I have been observing you. I think you have vocation. Uh -huh. And they're like, okay. So I now, they directed me what to do. They took me even to their 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 convent, uh -huh. which is in another state entirely. So I got um, forms. I fill up the forms, and um, before my result, before the year could run, I got a reply from them that I'm invited for uh, a kind of come and see. You know. Mm. Yes. Is this the, the order that you're with now? Yes. What is the, the name of your order? The name is Daughters of Mary, Mother of Mercy. So you went to that come and see. How old were you at that point? I entered the convent at the age of, uh, I think, 19 or 20. Okay, so yes. right out of your secondary After school. secondary school, yes. 19 or 20, and yes. you went in and was it? That was, that was. That was uh, it? yes. In your secondary school, when you thought that you weren't, you know, that you would close the door on the thought of becoming a sister, did you have any boyfriends? Did you date? Um, I didn't date, but uh, I I do have um, some friends, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, my, my country is not like America. We don't really go into like debt. Okay. Yeah. What really happened is uh, when I was still in, in primary school, mm -hmm. a guy, a family came that uh, they want to get um, me married to their son. Okay. And then they, they talked to my mom and she came and invited me and I came out and she mentioned, I'm like, but I told you I would be a sister. <laughs> and then she said, okay, I'm just trying to check up to see if they uh, you know where where we're standing if yes. you still feel like you wanted to become a sister yeah. so if you had not said that then they would have arranged that yeah, marriage they, they will arrange yeah wow but what i did i stopped i stopped passing through that people's house because they, <laughs> they live in between our house so 
I stopped passing through that place in so order you avoided to it. <laughs> I avoided them. So you completely. won't see that boy or the family. <laughs> I don't want to see them again. <laughs> and that was during your primary. Yes, that school. was during my primary. Did you year. eventually become friends with this boy at school? No, 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 no. I didn't. Yeah, but I have other boys that I became friends with. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were we were really close friends, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, on just on on. Peripheria, yes. Nothing, nothing, nothing deeper than that. Deep, you know, uh-huh. Yeah. Probably that was the plan that you know that you, even though you had closed the door, I closed it. God did not close the door yeah, on that, that one. I think that's that's the the truth. Yes, God was still interested, waiting for me to. Yeah. When I, you entered the convent, did you think one hundred percent I'm going to go all the way, or was your in your mind to say, oh, let's just see what happens if it really is. Actually, immediately I they received me in, into the convent. Before I got to the convent, something happened that uh, proved to me that God really is calling me. Mm. What happened is that um, uh, bef- when I got my prospect, before I got my prospectus to go to convent, uh, my senior brother had a problem in his business. So he was the one that was supposed to train me all through. Uh-huh. But he had this problem, and he couldn't even pay for my school fees in secondary school. Oh, so while I was finishing, I was um, uh, when I when I decided to go to the convent, the next thing was who will sponsor me. Oh, because we, you have to pay. The parents has to pay for oh, you wow. to go. So, so you enter the convent. Somebody has to yes, pay for your yes, yes. Your, wow. your parents has to pay. So my immediate senior sister was in um, in a um, a society of uh, charismatic society, so they went to a conference, and she said that she was sitting on the on the pew, you know. So, <laughs> and um, one of the brothers after the talk came to him and said, "Sister, they call themselves sisters, mm-hmm. you know." So he said, "Sister, what is disturbing you?" And she goes, nothing. And he said, no, something is disturbing you. Do you mind to share? And she was, and his sister, the third one, she said, yeah, the only thing I know is my younger sister uh, wants to go to convent, but uh-huh. nobody, my parents has no money to pay for her. And, and he goes, are you sure she really wants to go to convent? He said, yes. She said, yes. And the guy said, okay, I will give you transport money go to your village, bring her so that I can interview her to see if she wants to go to convent. Uh-huh. So she came home that day and said, um, by the way, my name is Evelyn, my baptismal name. So she called me Evelyn, Evelyn. Uh-huh. I'm like, by then I was withdrawing because nobody's, I don't know what is happening. All I want to do, something will stop me. So she said, um, come, we're going to Onicha, you know. I'm like, for what? And she said, yeah, this guy, this one of our brothers said, uh, I told her what happened, that you want to go to convent, uh-huh. but nobody's, uh, no money to send you. Yes. And he, he said, uh, he gave her transport to to come. So uh-huh. that they would, I was so happy. So I, I get ready uh-huh. and we went. So the guy um, brought other, I think three other young guys and two ladies, 
Then they interviewed me. How do you want? How do you know that you have vocation? So it was a whole panel of people interviewing you. Yes. Wow. So I told them because I, apart from my mom saying that, uh-huh. I know that um, in my in my childhood, as my mom started us with rosary when I was three years, I can I can recite. 15 decades of rosary, the 15 mysteries uh-huh. of my heart. I, I know how to say it with my younger brother. So that was all I, I can do in the house. I, I was praying. I go to church. I, wa- I was so knowledgeable about God and the mysteries. So one of the occasions I saw a vision of Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh-huh. I didn't know. By then I have not seen any any of her statues, but in that dream, I saw her, she was so beautiful. Now I can identify that is the Our Lady of uh, uh, of the Grace, you know, she was wearing blue mantle. Mm-hmm. I saw, I was so thrilled with her. I wanted to go with her. I told her I'm going with her. And she said, no, I said, no, I'm going with you. She said, no. And she was leaving, I was following her. There is an uh, orange tree between our house and my uncle's house. So for me, she disappeared in that orange. Wow. Even till, till I left house, I used to, when I came, I go to that orange, you know, growing up, I would be looking at it as if I, but I never saw her again. But I cried out, I, in that dream, I cried out that I remember my father coming into the room and carried me and said, what is, I said, I don't you see that woman I'm going with her and my, my father was which woman? I said, Oh, that is very beautiful. I want to go with her. Uh-huh. My dad said, No, it's a dream. I was like, No, no, no. But eventually he convinced me and uh pet me and then uh, I started sleeping with uh, with him for a while before I could Come you, out were, of it. Yes. you were disturbed by that dream. You had to sleep <laughs> yes. with your fa- your parents. Oh. Yes. How old were you when the when you had this vision in your dream? I think maybe three or four years. Oh, so yes. this was even before your before every other thing. Yes. Wow. So, so that was the first sign that you received. The first time, and remember, the day I saw that sister dressed that way, that vision came to my mind. So I was able to connect it. That yes. maybe this is. What they call sister, maybe that's the the person I saw, you know that the yeah. reminder of that. So that made me to really believe that I I I want to be a sister for it. Yeah. So, back so how to, long was the how long was the inter- interview with the the panel? It took us like um, maybe twenty thirty minutes. Okay. Because when I narrated my story, uh-huh. and the guy was like, "Okay, okay, we will do something," and. Um, he, they, I remember them giving me the cash amount in that prospectus. Uh-huh. They gave it to me that day and Ooh. then took the, the paper that they will buy other things. They will bring it on the day we will be, that they will, those things supposed to be provided. Uh-huh. And they told me to just go, no fear. So, wow. I, so this, this guy that approached your sister, was he is somebody that she knew or just some guy at they belong to the same society the 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 charismatic uh movement so he just saw her yes in the church they, they have been seen in the in the meetings but that particular day whatever happened 
he was able to read my sister's mind that she was worried wow. about me. Yes. And then, they, so they paid for your... They paid for me. They, they bought all the prospectus. Everything from, everything in that prospectus was bought, not one but double, some of them triple. So when we resumed, when we met, I was the only person in my set that has a complete prospectus. Wow. Every other person, even though that their parents were wealthy enough, uh-huh. some people can skip one or buy like if like beddings uh-huh. they wrote for. Others came with like two. Uh-huh. But my, my own was that complete four. So you had all of the supplies you needed, all uh, of the fees. Everything. everything. And uh, my box was as big as this table, uh-huh. leather box, very big. I <laughs> I used it throughout my formation till I became a sister mm-hmm. uh, and, and so on, yes. How many years was your formation? It was four years. Uh-huh. I The first two years is uh, post-lancy. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, pre-post-lancy, you know, then okay. post-lancy, then novitiate. Was How long is the pre-postulate? One year. One uh, year, okay. Post, post-lancy, one year, and uh-huh. then novitiate was two years. Two years. Yes. W- when do you make your first set of vows? Yes, after two years in the novitiate. Okay. The first one year was pre-true year. You just... The first six months, you don't go out, you don't receive visitor, you don't do nothing. Mm, so it you're in seclusion only, almost. Uh, yes. Yeah. Then after that six months, you have first visitor, uh-huh. and then you will be receiving visitors once in a month. Okay. Once in a month for the remaining one and a half years in the formation. Then you, you the first profession. Came. So those times, that's when your family would be, visit you? The truth is that it was only my sister... And my and those guys mm. that were visiting me. Really? They kept visiting me till I become a sister. Wow. Yeah. So that, that whole panel they and go, your sisters. Yeah, at times, not all of them, but at least if they cannot come, they will send my sister uh-huh. and one of the the ladies in that panel. How about your, your parents? My parents, uh, my parents couldn't even come. My father was not in support of me becoming a. Oh, he, a, he, he, he didn't want it. So but, it was the opposite of your mom. Yeah, my mom was there for me, but t- none of them could come. I, I was in a different city entirely. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so, but my sister and those partner were coming. So uh, was your, your dad hoping that you would, uh, you wouldn't continue? I and think, become a sister? I think he was. The, the funny thing is, even when I became a sister, on the day I, became, I did my first profession, my dad did not come. Oh, wow. He did not come. And um, I was so scared when I saw my mom and my sister and my other siblings. Uh-huh. I was anxiously asking, what of my dad? What of my dad? Uh-huh. And my sister said, I was, I was afraid if he's... If he had died, you know. Oh. Yeah, but so when my sister see how worried I was, she told me that one of my my cousins was getting married that day, descended. Uh huh. And uh, my father went there. Was that true? It was true. It was true. Okay, yes. so, so he I had would, a reason yes, not to be there. Yeah. So my sister said it to me so that I will I will remove this kind of worry that I have to know that uh-huh. 
he, he didn't really care about coming to this profession. It's not that he's sick or uh-huh. whatever. So when he said that, I was okay. That's okay. okay. So, so I, he was the family representative at the wedding. Yes. Not he he the the the, the dad of the girl wedding is still alive. So my dad mm. went because of he didn't want me to be a sister. That oh. that was a, a kind of how he wants to treat me for not uh, obeying him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was really against it. Did he try he, to stop you? He was against this. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Did did he ever change his mind? He did later. Yeah. Later on, though. Yeah, yeah. But this was w- well after you had made your yeah, yeah. vows. Yeah, yeah. It was after I made my vow when I came home and uh, then we talked and. Uh, how did how did he and your mom take it? Because you said that your mom wanted yeah, a my, religious sister in the family. But. My mom, my mom wanted. Yeah, the 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 difference between my mom and my dad uh, spirituality was was very clear. My mom was, as I said, my mom my mom was born and brought up a Christian Catholic. Uh-huh. She was baptized a day old, just a day mm, old. Wow. Yes. One day. Wow. One day. Yes. But my dad was a, a traditional worshiper, which was common then. Okay. But it was when she came to marry my mom that uh, my mom said she would not marry him if he's a traditional worshiper. And he said, no, I'm going to go to church. That was how he so started. So con- that's when he converted? Yes. Just to marry your mom? Just to marry my mom. <laughs> and, and his conversion was, according to my mom, from time to time, he would stop going to church and uh-huh. then... After some time, but by the time we were born, especially myself, he was already fully a Catholic and mm-hmm. he didn't do any traditional uh, worship again. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So by the time you were born, he, he knew that, okay, <laughs> our family is going to go in one direction. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you made your, you, you made your vows and then you continue. At what point did your father start to support your vocation? I think two years after my first profession, he became fully happy about it. Mm. Yes. Was that difficult for you, that knowing that your dad was not in support of it? It was difficult, especially that day he didn't come to my uh-huh. my profession. That was the day I really felt so bad, especially knowing the reason why he didn't come. Uh-huh. He went to a wedding, you yeah. know, and uh, it's like... Uh, he didn't care about my my profession, but he cared about my cousin's wedding. So it was hard, um, and um, I complained it to to him when I came back, mm-hmm. and he he realized his mistake and apologized. Oh, that's and good. Then, yeah, and then we started uh, being daughter and father again. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nice that that he you know you were able to open up and tell him. Yeah, and he was he even he was he even was big enough to apologize. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did. You said like after your two years after your first profession, so this was you were about to make. Were you close to making your final? No, my final. I, I did not make my final till six years after the first. That's how we do. Yeah, mm. after the first profession, I renew my vow. The first, the one year. Two years, three years. After the three years, I renewed for the three years at this stretch. Okay, so first it's annual, and, and then, then it becomes a three-year vow. Three years. So it's at the end of that three years uh, uh, that you request 
for mm-hmm. final vow. Mm-hmm. And then the congregation granted it to me. Uh-huh. At times they can deny you depending, mm-hmm. but I was yeah. granted immediately. So I did my final profession six years after my my first profession. So when you, when you make these annual vows, yeah. you don't have to renew them. You can exit the... Yes, yes. That's the, that's the, the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the point of making it one yearly so that both you and the congregation is can say it's okay at any point on time. Yeah. Does it happen that people make a... a, a annual vow and then back out after a year. Yeah. Is it common? It's, it's not common for them to back out, but it's common for the congregation to dismiss them. To say this is probably not the right thing for you. Yes. You yes. you have another calling somewhere it, else. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. What do you remember the most about your final vows? My final vow, like uh, the name finally professed, you know, like I I don't need to renew my vow every uh-huh. every year or three years again. So it was like a, a fulfilling, you know. Today I am sealing my 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 vow with yes. the, with the with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that was the day they gave me my 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 ring, you know. Mm. Yes. So that's one of the significance of final vows. It's like a wedding in the it's church. Your, yes. It's your wedding day, yes. yeah. So you don't need to, to look at any any other man again, even if you you intended to, yes. Mm. Because, yeah, because when you're not, when you haven't taken your final vow, there's still kind of that thought in your mind that yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. you know, if it's, if I'm called to, to get married or something mm-hmm. like that or, or something else. But yeah. after this final vow, you know. No more. That's it. 